0: Raised by love, Loveline, co-parented by Ace and Dr. Drew. When his life gets all messed up, Adam's rants, they pull him through. Lost in a sea of discs and tapes, archiving everything in the world of
1: Superfan Giovanni here, welcome to the Get It On podcast for Classic Loveline, episode 616, with Matt Westmore, Eden Kagasov, and Rusty Joyner. No, that's not plumbing terminology. From February 8th, 1998, a Sunday night show. In this episode, in the opening, Adam references the upcoming week of guests. The upcoming week includes Hum, who they confirm for Tuesday night. Not tomorrow night, Tuesday night, which makes this a Sunday that's about as much date confirmation as we're going to get. So this is the immediate episode after the Blink-182 and Dr. John episode on Thursday. They come back on Sunday with the structure underwear models, those three dudes I just mentioned. Then 617 is now a mystery. That's for the February 9th episode, which uh, was hum we thought, but it's not. So we have no idea what that episode is. Probably a no guest show, probably lost for all time. Now, Hum, the episode previously released to this one as 617, has been moved to 618, and it's already out of sequence. I was going to put them back in sequence, but then that would cause it to automatically re-download to all of your feeds, uh, or this episode would be buried behind that episode, so most people would miss it. So we're going to correct the numbers, but put them out in incorrect order. Doesn't make any sense. Trust me, this is a lot of work. I actually spent the last five hours trying to finish this. It's now 3.55 a.m. Monday morning. I've been working on this all night through my day job, which is actually a nighttime shift, sadly. I spent my lunch break recording three intros. I thought we were going to have three incomplete shows. It was looking pretty dire. I thought we had backup recordings. I thought we were going to have new material. I was really bummed out. The intros were crappy. I just threw them together, got all done, got the episodes ready to post. Then I remembered to check one other folder where I put everything aside and there were the Melissa Tapes. Melissa Tapes changed these next three. So now we have them almost all in full. They were going to be incomplete, less than half the shows. And now we got some gems coming to you. So tonight, this episode features the Structure unwound Models, uh, as was previously shared online back in 2012. Uh, there was a previous Toby Dog tape. This new Melissa tape replaces the partial show from the Toby Dog tape. that was just over 49 minutes in total. Now we have nearly the full show. It begins in progress, just barely, like we just missed the intro. And there was no material for patching from the Tobias file, because that one started right before the uh, station ID at the 45-minute break, basically the second hour. Uh, Dr. Drew tells Adam the story of how he ended up in the line for the Jerry Springer Show audience while he was in Chicago at the studio for his appearance on Jenny Jones. It was previously lost to time for the past 18 years. So unless you heard this one live, you haven't heard this before hope you enjoy. If you'd like to support my efforts in this and keep me from going insane trying to merge files, maintain a day job that's constantly trying to fire me, and deal with a 200 pound mastiff who's constantly trying to fuck me, uh, please contribute to my Patreon at uh, patreon.com/giovanni, P-A-T-R-E-O-N/slash-G-I-O-V-A-N-N-I. You can also use the PayPal links on geoPodcast.com or the main site superfanGiovanni.com. They all kind of go to the same place. You can also use my Amazon link, which is up. You've listened to a million podcasts. You don't need me to tell you how to use an Amazon link or why. If you feel like doing it, I'm probably the poorest guy who has one. Uh, so every little bit helps. 30 bucks a month is nice. Be nicer if it was double that. Let's get me the 60 bucks on Amazon. Mahalo and get it on.
2: Uh, well, that's, I'm, I, I don't want to arouse any suspicion true okay john
3: you can do it it's uh primarily recommended to use just at the tip because obviously if you use it down towards the base if
4: you
2: use too much it seems like it would fall off
3: it will fall off so you want to keep it at the tip all right okay there you go
2: god bless all right hey i want to say uh jesus christ because um i'm constantly told we can't say that on the tv show yeah what the hell's wrong with that it offends people in the southeast okay Hey, it's Adam Carolla. That'd be Dr. Drew. Loveline, nice to have you back, Doc. Thank you. I'm telling you, spent a lot of time together this (laughs) week. It's total BS. Okay, Um, but expect a good week, everybody, because I'm on my game. Why? I feel good. I haven't felt good in about ten days. I mean, I've just felt like I've had rest.
3: I'm pretty good. So
2: yeah. My head—it's just—it's been like a—you um you, you know—you know um when weather's been the way it is with El Nino and stuff—and you turn on the weather channel and there's the uh, Pacific Ocean beating the shoreline, and, uh, yeah. and 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 boats adrift and uh, people sandbagging—that's what's been going on inside of my head ah, for the last twenty days. Okay. Oh boy, Drew, don't start getting funny on me now. Phone number for Loveline one eight hundred L O V E one nine one. Fax number three one zero eight five four forty four fifty five. Tonight, against my better judgment, our guest will be the uh, structure underwear models, uh, Rusty Joiner, which <laughs> basically that is uh, either the world's greatest carpenter or the world's greatest porn star. And uh, oh boy, I have to try. Uh, how do you say this last name, Drew? I mean, uh, I well, say, I give it a try, Eden. Kagasov. Kagasov. Yeah. Anyway, guys who look real good in other people's underwear. And uh, are they here yet, Anne? Anne is uh, Scotch guarded her chair in preparation. Yeah, I'm for looking this for. Uh, I'm looking
3: at her upcoming schedule. Anka's coming back.
2: Oh, Anka, the uh, who's that? Radovich. Oh, the uh, uh sex chick. Right. We got some. Maybe we got some South Park yeah, people Details coming up. Yeah, Magazine. On. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Well, I thought that was that actress that yeah. he was oh, really into. For inter- Christ's okay. sake, Drew. You do no Fomkey, reason.
3: Fomkey,
2: Fomkey. Fomkey Jensen, or Jansen. Thank you. Got the South Park guys coming up. Uh, and all this week, actually, we have Hum in here on Tuesday. But, uh, oh, and your favorite, Catherine Bach, Daisy Duke. But uh, we're going to be doing some relationship-related uh, uh, topics as the show, uh, or I should say the week, uh, wears on. All right, ready to keep moving. Let's go. What's up with our guest, by the way, Ann? These guys are under. No, this...
5: they're coming for the second hour.
2: Oh, okay. I'd forgotten.
5: Yeah, they're doing eleven to midnight.
2: <laughs> and you don't sweat the details, do you, baby?
5: No, I put I put that on your machine. But oh, okay. Not, All right. So.
2: fine. But I said to you like 10 minutes ago.
5: I know, but okay. we were discussing other things. All I'm right. sorry.
2: All right. And technically, you weren't wrong because I said, let's bring them in after the first break. And Anne went, okay. Yeah.
5: <laughs> after about the third break, they actually, they'll be walking in. But
2: it is after the first one, technically, so you are right. Josh.
5: Hello?
2: Go right ahead.
6: Uh, my problem is I got shot in the balls with a paintball. How long ago? And um, uh, it really hurt.
3: How long ago this happened?
6: Uh, about a week ago. Did it swell? Um, kind of, yeah.
2: Is it hurt all the time?
6: Yeah, it hurts all the time. What, what kind of
2: it? range were you at?
6: Uh, I was like twenty feet away. Ooh. So,
2: hey, um, if anyone doesn't know, uh, Drew, you've never done those paintball wars? No, and I'm trying to figure out how that gets right into the testicle area. I've done it. I've I've done it quite a few times, and those things hurt. No, I mean you get shot wherever you get shot. Uh-huh. You hope you don't get hit in the eye or in the uh-huh. mouth or in the the testicles uh-huh. or in the urethra or something like that. But the point is, is these balls are about the size of a marble. Yeah. They're gelatinized, and they're filled with paint, but they uh, they come hard, and they come fast, true. Yeah. And, I mean, they hurt. I mean, if one of these things, I mean, you know, you have to wear a sweatshirt and a windbreaker and that kind of thing. You wouldn't dare go out there in a T-shirt. But the point is, is even if you're wearing, like, a sweatshirt and army jacket, one hits you in the back, you're going to have a welt. Wow. So um, I, I could only imagine getting it in the groin. I had uh when I did this, I took the car cover off of my car and shoved it down the front of my pants. Oh, I had that much protection, all right, so
3: now it is hurt when you urinate. is
6: there other symptoms um, well, when I masturbate, it yeah. doesn't come anymore
3: it doesn't no, no. You, you can't achieve orgasm or if you if you have orgasm, there's no fluid
7: uh, there's no fluid,
3: but you're able to have an orgasm. Yeah. you need to see a doctor, kiddo, you really do well what what could have happened I, there Something's. I. i doesn't it doesn't fit. I don't understand why it isn't that fluid. That doesn't make sense to me at all, well, frankly. Well,
2: I've heard like you can be become infertile.
3: No, I know. You're, no, you're, like you, Josh, you you're
2: doing anything. a lot of uh, uh, backseat doctoring here.
3: Yeah, you can lose a testicle certainly. You could it could be fractured. Things can happen, but uh, that wouldn't affect your fertility necessarily at all you do need to be checked out cuz it can uh okay can really it can you know the testicle can be severely injured.
2: I heard you can't have kids or anything. I, I'm
3: telling you that's not the case unless both testicles are taken out.
2: Let me um by this. let me give a quick tip to the uh love line listeners who uh, get themselves on some sort of jag where they heard something from one of their buddies and then Drew dispels it. Don't continue explaining about how you heard it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like uh, I'll give you a quick example here Drew. Reenactment. Yeah, we'll try to think of a sort of a, uh, wives tale. You have anything good? Like when you shave, uh, off hair, it grows back even thicker. Or something, uh, something of that nature. Can you think, think of one of those no, urban myths? No, that's usually,
3: when you put me on the spot, I can't. The only, the only urban myth that comes to mind is the kidney transplant one. Okay. <laughs> this that's the urban myth. Forget <laughs> it. Is,
2: uh, okay, here we go. Thanks, engineer. I heard if, uh, some guy, um, uh, ejaculates in a pool, you could get pregnant right. if you went swimming in that pool.
3: Right. No essentially impossible
2: because this guy told me yeah not likely because uh, i got a pool
3: somebody did something in it yeah uh no don't worry about it you go swimming and uh, the experiment will only last a few minutes
2: okay because my friend okay mm, yeah you understand how it goes josh mm-hmm. go to a doctor okay all right thanks walk i mean uh run don't walk <laughs> thank if you can't thanks a lot all okay. right and, and we're cut okay as a matter of fact uh when my son turns uh, 13, I, I'm not, I don't have a son, and I'm not of the Jewish faith, but instead of a bar mitzvah, I'm going to have a, a cup mitzvah. I will S- get him a cup. Sew it on? I will sew on a cup. Ah. No, I'll just get him a nice jock strap and a cup, and I will insist that he wears it every day of his life. Mm. And think about it. It's going to be a little clumsy for the first couple of months, but you get used to anything eventually, right? <laughs> it's no big deal. No big deal. I played uh, eight years of Pop Warner football. Cuff. I always wore cut, but you know, you yeah. pull it down, you pee. Yeah. No big deal. Yeah. And for the even if you wore the thing for thirty-five years without incident, it would still be worth it uh, for the one time you actually needed it. Are you? Am I right, are Drew? You defending why you engage in this behavior? Yes. Yeah. Rachel. Yep. You're sixteen. Yeah.
7: Okay. I have general words. And I was wondering if it's possible to pass it on if you're on an outbreak or not. Like, if you're not on an outbreak, is it possible to pass
3: it on? Warts don't have outbreaks. What do you mean outbreak?
7: Like, when you break out and the little warts, like they're, the bumps.
3: They're essentially always there.
7: Yeah, I but, know. like, I had mine frozen off.
3: Ah, yes. Okay, so uh, if they've been treated and taken away and you're not getting any new crops,
7: mm-hmm.
3: uh, you are less contagious but always potentially contagious.
7: Okay, so can you pass it on even though you're not on an outbreak?
3: Yes. Okay. But it's not likely? Less likely than if you had warts present, but I can't tell you exactly well, how could likely. Could you look into all I, that I stuff, I would say, here, here's my, no, the data's not really out there. Here's my estimation, very likely.
2: Really? Yeah. Oh, warts at 16. What does this
3: wart come to? Common, 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 common. I bet you have it.
2: I don't have I warts. I bet you do. We did put the acetic acid, hey, should acid stuff. Should I pull my penis out right now? And we could. I, I bet you I could find one. Oh, Ann will tell you. I don't have warts in my penis, do I, Ann? She just wants to see me look for her. <laughs> There's Mike over there, uh, vouching for you. Mike, that's not what I had in mind, by the way. Mike spent the night a couple of weeks ago. I, I'm, well, I'm well aware. Ben. Hey. You're 16. Yeah. What's okay. up in your world, dude? What? What's going on?
0: Um, I get into really deep relationships, or I've tried, I've tried to get in really deep relationships that when I look for a relationship, I look for like a companion, someone that I can center my life around somebody to
3: consume somebody to cling to
8: yeah yeah it's
3: not good relationships are about two separate people coming together and uh with respect and mutuality and enjoying one another learning to
2: hate each other over the years and then one extracting money from the other
3: but what you're going for is some sort of fusion you got to be connected with them
8: yeah in some
3: sort of a way that uh, blends you two into one being which is very very unhealthy very unhealthy. Why is that? Why do you need that kind of fusion?
0: Why? I just have this void. and uh, Where'd the only... void come from? Yes,
2: having not that many friends. Huh? Uh, Drew, you're getting into gambling? Sure. Oh, is that what you're going for? Yeah. Okay, hold on, Ben. We're doing a rare uh, love Loveline uh, male, um, too clingy, gambly thing here. Yeah, we don't gamble enough, dudes. Oh, for Christ's sake. I have one dollar. It's the last time I tip at the parking valet. Gave a guy two bucks because, you know, instead of my usual dollar, I got a 20 here. Come on, you know I'm good for it, big fella. All right, All right uh, very clingy. Uh, void, uh, shall I go first? Yeah. Um, mama. Mm-hmm. Where's mama? What did mama do? Did mama leave? Mama alcoholic? mama depressed locked herself in a room for some neat weeds oh oh wait a minute that's me <laughs> um let's see mama 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 gone something happened to mama mama died
3: go ahead
2: that's eh, too specific uh. mama abandoned him uh, you got to be more sp- that is of course or,
3: or was not available to him yeah that's the, the syndrome right, you what, go, why
2: you go i'm gonna uh up, I'm leave it specific. to
3: beaver Perfect childhood. Oh, he says perfect That's childhood. That's what he's
2: going to say. No, I, I will, I will, uh, if whether it takes, if it takes an hour and 45 minutes, I'll get that mama abandoned him. It's not available. Okay, it's Not available. All right, let's go after it. All right, All right. Yeah. you're going to accept that? Ben?
0: Well, the only thing I can think of is that both my parents verbally abused me and physically abused me.
2: Well, then ain't leave it to Beaver. Yeah, so I lose that one. All right, more money for the valet. But, I
0: mean, I...
2: What's up and with them? Why were they so
3: abusive?
0: I I don't I don't know, but my dad has a no temper, and he forced it on my mom at first. A, a he, what? My dad just hereditary hereditary just has can't has a short fuse. Uh huh. And, and by
3: the way, that the, the hereditary thing is just an excuse for him being an a hole.
2: Yeah, I unless mean, unless, you know, unless he's like Armenian or something. There's
3: all kinds of hereditary uh, predispositions what's that nat- people learn to
2: contain. What's his nationality? Uh. Mm. Yeah, no, a lot of drinking, but not necessarily mean people.
3: What was the What was the movie about
2: the? Uh, it, the uh, uh, Shine references Shine. Yeah, I remember how the father treated him. Look, <laughs> Drew. Do you know? Under- Hold on a second. Understand that I will lay out clues for you so that I will name every member of the cast and of the sitcom yes. and the actual yes. sitcom and the time it was you on. You must remember
3: that I am totally disconnected from American culture.
2: But here's your clue to me. What was that movie with the... Uh, <laughs> and Drew twiddles his fingers in the air. And I come up with shine. Do, do I not? Yes. Good. Thank you and mahalo. All right. So what does Ben Speaking need to do? on our part. Um...
3: Boy, you know, think about it. Put, ma- imagine how if you, if we were talking to you at age sixteen, no, what could have set you? Straight? I don't know.
2: Yeah. I, I don't know. Because your whole idea of a relationship would be fusion. I don't know. And I mean. listen, uh, get into relationships, get out of relationships, go through the pain of that um, transition period. Uh, read as much as you can. Keep your eyes open. Understand you have a problem. Work on it and uh, only time is really going to cure this one
3: maybe some reading right Rose? and I'll, don't do anything
2: I'll, stupid don't kill yourself don't I'll uh, throw
3: out a couple of books so road less traveled and uh, the search for the real
2: self clayton hey hey you're 21 yes what's going um, on um i was
9: curious to find out what a uh, chode is uh it's kind of become a slang thing around here
8: mm-hmm.
9: but uh, uh some of us thinks it's uh, the the name of a scrotum and someone else thinks that it's the name of something that's in between the scrotum and the butt
2: uh no, I think uh, Have you ever heard of that? Before? Oh, sure. Yeah. I I I call my friends uh well, chodler. That's Chod- one of my Chod- gay Chod- terms. Yeah. Um chode when I grew up, chode was uh short for choda, which was <laughs> like Spanish slang for penis. <laughs> Can somebody verify that for me? Right, hey. Mike, Mike, looking to you. Choda. No choda. Yeah. You got to grow up in a. You got to grow up in L.A. No, I heard it. Yeah, remember Choda? Yep. Yeah, I think it was it was Spanish for for penis. penis? That
3: I can't vouch, but I remember having heard the word when I was growing up.
2: Well, it's like in in English um, slang for penis would be like chlong. Yeah, I think Choda. Was the Spanish version of that that slang for penis? There you go. So it's just an extension of uh, right. American slang. Um, well, it's Spanish. Spanish. Off, That's off of Spanish. It's though. some weird slang. That's what I believe. I so. Any yeah. other penis-related uh, questions? Well,
9: what, what is the name of that thing that is between the anus and the uh, the scrotum? Is there a name for that that skin area? Well,
3: you
2: hear it called the taint. It's
3: the taint. I, it's, it's, I, you better explain yourself to Clayton. And
2: uh, the taint. Yeah. Well, is, I don't know where that's derived from. It taints your uh, nuts, and it taint your uh, penis, or taint your ass. Or... But it's actually
3: called the perineum.
2: The perineum.
3: That's what it is.
2: Oh, it? Okay. That's between the scrotum and the anus? Yeah. Yeah. i just like to say somewhere between, on the border between... Uh, <laughs> Not Mexico. Scrotemberg and uh, Anusville.
0: Okay. Is so that near Hooterville?
2: All right. You so have enough flying to uh, keep you busy for the next four years. Yeah, you'll be fine. He's 21. I thought he was like 14. He's right. delightful. He must smoke a lot of weed. Kirsten. Yeah, what's up? Hey, you're 15, Chipper.
10: Yep. What's
2: going on there?
10: Um, Actually, I have, a, like, a little problem. I Whenever I go out with guys, you know, they're really long relationships, like three years or whatnot. But my version of cheating is that I don't want to change any guys I go out with. And so I feel that, like, if a guy I'm going out with or a guy I'm seeing or something goes out to a party or i'm not with him or something and he goes and he screws some other girl and he's just having fun that it's not cheating we and should... i was wondering if i mean if that's like okay to think or if i should change my views or what uh um, well
2: as, as opposed to what is this a boyfriend
10: hey. i mean any of my boyfriend person yeah
2: you got
3: an older sister no i'm just wondering what the quality is of your relationships to begin with i mean these are not real close relationships are they
10: um, most of them are, yeah. And i okay, will so like...
3: Wait a minute. Well, you, do you, you behave like that?
10: Do I behave like what?
3: Like the guys
2: do? Like, like
10: what? I don't, I'm not sure. My sister's, I I do have one younger sister who's 12 and she's pregnant. All right,
2: give me the... All, right, All right, no, Drew's doubling down now with the money. <laughs> wait a minute, Drew, you don't have another dollar. Hold on now, uh Kirsten. You're 15. Right. L- Let's say you're in a relationship with a guy for three years. Hold on, Just hold on. Cool your jets. Uh, And he goes to a party and he has sex with some woman just for kicks. Yeah. That to you is acceptable in a relationship. Right. But what wouldn't be acceptable is my question. What would he have to do in order to piss you off?
10: I don't think really that anything would, like, piss me off unless he, like, left
2: me and actually went with the chick. Uh-huh. So anything?
10: So I feel if he's just, like, having fun, then I shouldn't butt into
2: it. Uh-huh. Oh. And um, your uh, younger sister's 12 and pregnant? Right. Because uh, your boyfriend knocked her up?
10: No, no. No. She screwed her ex-boyfriend and his brother the
2: same night. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. So Drew wants to gamble, though Drew doesn't have gambling money. Do you have any change in the ashtray of the uh, wagon there, Drew? <laughs> Uh-oh, Drew's going for change. Right, hold on kirsten a, a, r- <coughs> a rarity that we gamble uh, twice in one segment here on uh love line but drew's outrage uh that looks like about 41 cents there drew that's about what it is okay i'll let you slide go ahead
3: uh i'm gonna say really angry unavailable parenting uh but on the surface parents uh Gave her the image that they were uh, like super cool and super Ooh, okay. you know, really really uh, just
2: hippie and you're going hippie, hippie parents. Yes,
3: but but in real in reality, very very angry people. Hippie
2: parents. Uh, yeah, because she sounds happy and she sounds like she's going to explain why but her it's parents are cool. Yeah, it's obvious. All, all right, that, not a bad one. I'm just going to go. uh Papa left uh, early. Uh, Mama had uh, Kirsten had many uncles. Okay, who came by? That could be too. Okay. The easy, that's an easy... Yeah. A lot of guys. A lot yeah. of guys coming by the house. Kirsten? Yeah. What's the family situation like?
10: Um, My parents got divorced in October. Um, my dad was really physical. You know, we, we've we always lived in, like, three-story houses, et cetera, and I've been, like, ripped up the stairs by my hair and... Really angry. You know, angry. I mean, really angry parents, and they're always happy on the outside, but...
2: Oh, uh, no. Oh, please. Uh, but no, that that's that's um, overt physical abuse, Drew. You didn't call that. Okay.
10: Yeah, there's also, I mean, with all the guys and stuff. I mean, there's like a, a, a whole bunch of guys that'll come over like every morning and climb through my window and.
2: No, but you know, before like, when you were a kid, though, climb through your window and do what?
10: They like they would like climb in bed with me or whatever, and they just stay there with me until I like woke up. And then they'd walk through the front door, and my mom would be like, you know, she's upstairs in her room. And my sister would, like, pick my door lock, you know, and let them in my room or whatever. And
3: What, what is with your parents? Are they even... Are they, like, running a brothel? Do you even think of them like parents?
10: Um, Not all the time. It's like Brooke
3: Shields' parents. What kind of people are they?
10: My mom's really cool. Okay. I mean, she's one of those parents where I can have, like, conversations with yes. her about pot and there
2: drinking. And Drew may go. be winning yes. his money back, go. but he, and,
10: I mean, it's really awesome though because we'll talk like sometimes, and she'll be like, you know, I don't care if you do pot because I know you won't like it. Kirsten, because I didn't. There
2: is
3: nothing awesome about this at all. It may feel awesome at this point in your life, but you this got is, a twelve-year-old sister. Is, this is a disaster. Yeah. This is a disaster. Can you, you have a sister. kid at twelve? Yeah.
2: I mean, what does that do? I don't know. Yeah. Is She gonna have the kid? These are
3: not parents. These are not I'm, this I'm whole. I'm not part. sure yet. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry that you have to put up with this.
2: No, Ernston. But yeah. it may feel I mean, cool, are... but it, it's so unhealthy for you. It's not these even. These are parents. These are the guys who run the desk at a motel. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. some guy named Charlie. Like in uh, the Blues Brothers when he uh, threw him a st- Where's my cheese whiz? Oh, you remember God. that movie, dude. Didn't see it. Okay.
10: Yeah, but, I, I mean, I was
2: wondering, am I right to
3: think that way? No, it no, it's, be, it's, be, no it's because of the way you've been brought up. You really haven't had a relationship. The, what relationships you have had, what trust you have put in people has been abused. Okay, so, Kirsten, anything... And now you just become a doormat for that. Okay,
2: any impulse you have toward anything regarding relationships, uh, throw out the window and go 180 degrees off of that, and you'll probably be right. Uh, you, you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, these parents, they should be, like, locked up, shouldn't yeah, they? Yes. Or at least yes. beaten. Yes, yes. Yeah. All right. Uh, Drew, wants uh, to. What, what's the next call?
3: Yeah. This is Marge, and uh, this call was selected specifically with you in mind, and flagged me down for this one. Okay. This is Marge and her friends are uh, ladies of the evening. Oh. And the present El Nino uh, deluge we're uh, living through out here in Southern California right. has kept her from and her friends from working.
2: They said there's a hooker named Marge. That's got to be Gnome Nome to Radio. Marge, oh, okay, cuz if you're a Hooker named Marge, uh, that's got to be 15% right off the top. Right there. We'll be back.
4: This is Love Line. Love Line will be right back.
7: Oh, Love Lines
6: on 101.5
0: we're Hi, I'm Jerry Springer, and you're listening to Loveline with Adam Carolla and Dr. Drew. I
3: was watching that uh, a couple nights ago. I, I was uh, in his studio last week. Oh, you were? The, the Jane Jones film's right next to it. Oh, how ironic. Yeah. Um, Oh, those audiences. Why don't they? Oh. Oh. I, I actually fell in line. They, You know, I got dropped off after the airport. I was delirious. They go, go. Jane Joe's right in there. Go in there. Oh, that Jerry
2: Springer audience. I fell
3: in line with the audience. Oh, that's They're huge. They're standing in line.
2: <laughs> For oh, friend. that is a motley crew. Oh, yeah. It scared the hell out of me. People, uh, the unemployable. Oh, there's nothing better. There's nothing better when some just big sassy huge black woman out in the audience gets into it with uh, some uh, spindly white dude on stage, and then uh, oh, and they got to hold her back too. Uh, it, it, it's, it's it's tremendous show. The, the thing I can't figure out about Jerry Springer is they don't bolt down the chairs. There's always like eight chairs, and they're sort of in a arc, and people come in, but. Inevitably, every show, one of the strong. chairs gets thrown, gets knocked down, gets switched backward. I'm thinking to myself, you know, just bolt those chairs down. I mean, hell, they do. Every, they do at the hospital. They do at the in, in cheap motels. You know, they bolt everything down. Just bolt the damn things down. It's up on a riser. Why do people need to move those chairs around? Yeah. There's got to be something in it. But here's the deal: if someone chucks a chair, misses someone, and it takes out someone in the front row, don't, don't you have a lawsuit? You would think they must have to sign some sort of waiver. Mm. I think the audience is paid in the uh, surplus cheese. Nah. If there's a... Uh, oh,
3: you're gonna do Jane Jones with me in a
2: couple weeks. Oh, I maybe. am? Yeah. Oh. Yeah,
3: I don't know if I like that. It, it's, it's... I was told I had to do it. I know, me too. But, but it, it, uh... Why do we have to do that? I don't know. Okay. But, but it's, it's okay because she really is, she's nice and she just gets out of the way. where We just do what we normally do.
2: We need managers to, uh, to watch our managers. Because our managers is for your, look, uh, hey, uh, hey, they're doing, uh, the Hitler show and they want you guys to go on. And, um, and, uh, burn a cross. Uh, hey, hey, come on, it's good exposure.
3: No, it's not even that, it's just, it's, it's, you'll do it.
2: Hey, come on, it's 540 bucks, come on. I, I don't understand why I have to do all this stuff. Marge. Yeah. You don't understand why you have to work at all, Adam. <sighs> yeah, that's true. That's right, I gotta look into that. I gotta fake an injury. Marge. Yes. You're 20. Yep. You're a prostitute.
9: Uh, yeah.
2: But you, you're like a uh, street-walking prostitute, right?
9: Yeah. Well, I just got into this business. Oh, okay. See, actually, I'm a lesbian, but I need the money, so...
2: Oh! <laughs> that's even worse.
9: Yeah, it I is. mean, at
2: least if you're heterosexual, you're getting your proclivity. Well,
9: you know, I'm trying to get women to stop, and they're not really... Man,
2: sure. it's kind that's a stretch.
3: The, in a way, I mean, it can come from the same sorts of issues, and, and that is...
9: It's well, a way no, this to be, is because have, I have to pay my long distance. I
3: understand, so. but one of the sort of the one of the reasons that people choose this or are able to do this because they basically hate men. They want they want to disempower them and be uh, uh, sort of acting out well, an old. Listen, if,
2: uh, hating men means uh, giving the guy a hand job in the Savon parking lot. Yeah, but it's a way his, of it's a way of being in his Plymouth. God men. bless him. And then, then and then feeling even <laughs> worse about them after. Okay, hey, uh, I can see now. Hey, Mike. It shut through his mic off. I can oh. see this This is going to be a difficult call uh-huh. for him. Hey Marge. Uh huh. So, you know, like I saw pretty woman and everything. Uh huh. But I, I get the feeling there's more to the prostitution business than just, uh, amazingly good looking, uh, newbile women, uh, oh, hooking yeah. up with rich guys and oh, uh, yeah. staying at the uh, plaza.
9: Oh, yeah.
2: How how does this work? All right, let me ask you some questions, Well, you can
9: talk to me before. You talked to me two years ago from Minnesota.
2: All right, listen. I don't, oh, oh, and you came out here to be a prostitute?
9: No, I came out here to get away from the weather.
2: Oh, okay. Well, that's that's the way to do it. (laughs) She didn't like the cold, so she thought she'd get in a pair of uh, Daisy Dukes and walk up and down Santa Monica at about 2 a.m. Exactly. In in El Nino. Yeah. Exactly. That's perfect. All right, Marge, let me ask you some questions. Okay. What time do you start every night? Um Do you, did you when it gets dark?
9: Yeah, it's basically when when I get when it gets dark or I don't know, it's depending. I mean sometimes we go out after the bars. I always work with my friends.
2: You go out like after the bars close at two?
9: Yeah. Or I mean, you know, it it just kind of depends. I mean, uh-huh. the thing is, is you could wake up at nine o'clock in the morning and find a trick if you're looking for one. Right. You know. Right. So usually we go out at night. All
2: right. So you go out. i just I just want to know your schedule.
9: My you, schedule. Yeah. You we go, go out usually around seven or eight and mm-hmm. out until about ten, twelve. Oh, that's it. Yeah.
2: And then, uh, what about the bars closing and all that?
9: Well, see, that if we go out for the bars closing, then we go out later. We start at like okay. 10 or 12. So you
2: only go out for three, four hours at a time. Yeah. And Maybe
9: we're walking the whole time. Right.
2: Do you have a pimp? No. you want one? Hell no. no. Okay. You don't have a pimp?
9: I could have a pimp.
2: Yeah. Don't, don't don't they try to recruit you?
9: Exactly.
2: Isn't there some sort of uh, uh, turf thing that goes on?
9: Um. I'm not really sure if there's a turf thing So you
2: you have guys, uh, gentlemen of leisure, come up to you and ask you if you want to be represented. Drew and I have pimps, too, but They different. really
9: don't come up to me that often because it's me and my friends all go out together. Okay. And we walk together because it's me, a T.S., and a gay boy. All right. So they have, like, their Transsexual? pick. Transsexual?
2: Yeah. Oh. How and much, they have uh, their
9: pick of what they want. Oh, yeah. You know, we're kind of like uh, the buffet.
2: It's style. like a relish tray. Yeah, just spin it around. Yeah. How much uh, action does the transsexual get? She gets a lot. Who does she get action from, though? I mean, if you're into women, why don't you just go for the genuine article?
9: Well, because...
2: Although half these guys are better looking. The <laughs> well, TS is better looking than you are, isn't isn't he, she, Marge? No. 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 Okay. <laughs> who goes for the transsexual? What? Who goes for the the transsexual? Hey, Ivy, who goes for the transsexual? Pick
9: up the phone. You want to talk to her? Yeah. yeah. All right, we just
2: is Ivy the transsexual?
9: Yeah, Ivy's the transsexual. Uh-oh. Hello?
2: Get ready for the voice. Hi. 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 Hey, you were a guy? Uh, Yeah, I was. Really? Yeah. Wow. That's an amazing voice.
9: Oh, uh, you should see the rest of me. Would
2: well, you go to some sort of <laughs> speech the academy? Uh, the, the gay guy's voice? Yeah. All right, wait a minute. What do you guys, all flop together?
9: Well, see, it's my apartment, and... So I just kind of let people crash every once in a while, and let people hang out, and mm-hmm. we just kind of chill and smoke that pot. And That's cool. That's what we're waiting for right now. Yeah, we're wait I think he called just now.
2: They deliver pie.
9: Oh yeah, I get oh. I get pot deliveries all the time. Do you
2: have to tip the guy?
9: No. Okay. The house gets the best.
2: All right, thing. listen. Uh, let's not get uh, too convoluted here. Uh, Marge. Uh huh. Um. All right, Ivy, the transsexual. Right. How long have you been a woman?
6: Uh, for about a year now.
2: Uh huh. And what kind of tricks yeah. do you uh turn? What kind of johns do you see? Basically, I know the lingo. Any though.
6: kind of guy that would like a six foot one blonde, curly blonde hair, with blue eyes.
2: Do they know you're transsexual?
6: Um, not unless I'm on Santa Monica Boulevard. If I'm on Sunset, I I, I get better dates on Sunset. I get picked up faster.
2: Right. Cause San- if
6: you're on Santa Monica, they want the queens to be thin. On Sunset, you know, as long as you look like a girl, you know, they'll pick you up.
9: So.
2: Yeah, for those who, uh. If I
9: wear a dress, I get pulled over anywhere. I
6: all go. right,
2: for those who are out of state, uh, Santa Monica's more the gay district, and, uh, Sunset's more the, uh, uh straight district. Yep. yep. All right, so yep. how many guys do you, uh, Marge? Uh huh. How many guys are you with on an average night? Just give me a number.
9: Well, I've, I've only done it a couple times. Oh, boy. I mean, you, you
2: know, you'll never me. get a number. No. <laughs> just give me a number. Average night.
9: <laughs> well, that pull me over or that actually pay?
2: Hold on a second. There's just certain questions that I try to ask as <laughs> clearly as uh, possible that I know I'll never get an answer no, to. No, it is it
3: is a certain personality structure I mean, all right. that responds. You, you quiet
2: sentences. down. All right. I don't know I how am... more succinctly right. I can put I it. Just on average night, completely out of this colour. on an all average right. night, how many guys are you with? I don't give a f what night. I don't care how many guys pull over and how many guys you get in with. How many guys are you with on an average night, March?
9: Well, see. In actuality, I've only done it twice. You've
2: only you've only, so, you've only hit, been on the street twice.
9: No, I've been on the streets many times, but I've only gotten I've only gone with and gotten paid twice. Really? Yeah.
2: What's well, wrong with you? Time, well, the last. Must have the before. world's biggest ass. <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you mean? You, you mean you go out night after night and just waste your time?
9: Well, I just go out walking around. I just have to pay my phone bill. Oh, so if I don't like the guy if I think he's disgustingly gross, which what? most guys are because I'm oh, a lesbian.
2: What kind of a prostitutional a motto is person. that? Oh, please! You're not dating the guys; you're you're getting paid for sex.
9: Yeah, but I don't want to do that.
2: So. That's not a prostitute. <laughs> Listen, how many guys you've been with in your life?
9: Um, well, I've slept with ten.
2: for Christ's sake! Every girl I've ever dated has slept with more more than you, and you're a prostitute.
9: Well, I'm a lesbian prostitute, and I only do blowjobs.
2: Oh, you do. Yeah. Well, that's only. Yeah, that's all. That's not cheating, by the way. All right, you do it with a condom. Um, that- I only did one. I didn't do that. Okay, so. and uh, and the guy was cute.
9: No, he was disgusting, but
2: he gave me sixty bucks. So. Oh wow, so sixty bucks. And uh, Mar, I mean uh, Ivy. Yeah. How many guys are you with on an average night?
6: Oh, well, I only pull one day at night because the way I see it is I won't get paid the right amount the first time. So i got to do it again.
2: So how many, how many, are you a big gal?
6: Uh-huh.
2: you have a large gal?
6: Yeah, I'm a large. I'm large.
2: Uh-huh. And a lot of guys go in. Now, do you charge by the pound or is it just the average same price?
6: <laughs> this is what they want me to do. Like, if they just, if they want to, like, if they want to rub my, t- you know, I charge them a certain amount. If they, if they want head, they get a certain amount. Mm-hmm. No. But I don't have intercourse because that's just too much.
2: How much for a tip grab?
6: Huh? That's How much? 20. If they're jacking off at the same time, that's 20.
2: 20 piece or 20 for, like, just the right one?
6: If I'm just sitting there not doing nothing, I don't really care. I'll, get, I'll take 20.
2: Oh, 20. Yeah, all right. That sounds fine. And then do they tip on top of that?
6: Huh?
2: Do they tip on top of that? Huh? The, top of that? Uh, usually I
6: can, like, get a tip like, oh, can I have an extra few bucks so I can buy a pack of cigarettes because like, I got to go pay my rent or some little lie I tell them.
2: How much your clientele just goes for the uh, masturbation in the car while they grab your breasts?
9: Um, depending on if they like the price or not for the blowjob. uh uh-huh.
2: Yeah. If yeah. they
9: don't like the price, then they'll go for the, they'll just drag off and they'll grab you or whatever. Right. Or less. Yeah, this one girl, Minnie, she only gets,
6: she gets like $40.50 for head, because it's more work to give head.
2: Right. Yeah. Want- yeah, they'll they get rid of Mars. Here's my problem. I'd probably go for the 20 and the grope and hand, but about halfway in the hand, I'd probably slide into the, in, into the oral part. You know what I mean? Probably get too excited. Alright, so these are, these are like quasi prostitutes, but, uh, <laughs> it's only been with, uh, only been with two guys. That ain't, uh, that ain't, uh and, and has been out on the street many a time. Alright. Hey, Th- baby, wanna go out? How'd you get that, Mike? Alright, uh, when we come back, we will, uh, talk to Christine. Christine's 22. What type of F- S- <laughs> FTDs? STDs are communicable through oral sex.
4: Ugh. Oh, yeah.
6: Now.
4: Love line will be right back. Wanna go
10: out, honey?
7: Oh. Love lines
6: <sighs> on
0: 1015 K Rock. Citizens, Space Ghost here, and you're listening to
2: Nighttime Love Line with Dr. Drew and Adam Carolla. It's swell. Experience complete enjoyment with your duder. It's peppy, fun,
4: and informative. You can learn about your tinkies. Or perhaps your wonky. Or maybe why your Twinkie won't swell.
3: Oh yes. When are you getting him back in? I like Space Ghost.
2: Hey, do you watch that show?
3: Yes. It's a cool show. My kids watch that Cartoon Network all, it just plays in our, it's like the background noise in our house all the time. And the, uh, the show's real funny. I, I agree with you. It, it's, it's, it, and it continues to get
2: better, I think.
5: I'll call tomorrow.
2: Thank you. And they get pretty good guests on.
3: Yeah. Why, and ask them why we are on that. That's a show I'd like to be on.
2: Yeah, I saw Bob going from, uh, Entertainment Tonight or something on there, uh, last, the uh, last couple of nights or what? something like that. Yeah.
5: I saw him today at the grocery store at <laughs> Ralph's, and every aisle I went down, he was there, and he probably thought I was following him, but I wasn't.
2: Where? Who is it? Uh,
5: that's so weird that you would mention that.
2: I just said from entertainment tonight, Jero. Ah. It's or...
5: so weird that you would say that.
2: Isn't that weird? Yeah. Know, and every it...
5: aisle I would go down, he'd come down the other way. Okay, we
6: see, could get us on the space coach.
2: I would love to be on that show. I would right. be a blast. I saw, um, um, uh, what's her name? Elfman. Jenna Elfman. Jenna I saw her at the supermarket today.
5: Did you say anything? No. Damn you. No, she no?
2: I thought she was going to get in line behind me, but she didn't. <laughs> but it's amazing. You see, it's supermarket, huh? Yeah. All right. Anyway, Drew. Let's go. Christine?
9: <laughs> yeah. Hi.
11: hi. Hey. How are you guys?
2: Good. All
11: right. Good,
2: good, good. What's going on there?
11: Well, not much. I was, I'm thinking this sounds a little bit like a doctor question, but, you know, Adam, you might know this, too, yeah. and I'm sure you've gotten this question a lot so i was just wondering what stds could i personally catch through oral sex as opposed to you know the penetration type of
3: basically anything that you can get from genital contact you can get and transmit to the oral area or vice versa
11: and would it um would the symptoms be the same would i you know it's a little
3: different i mean for instance gonorrhea chlamydia can cause a sore throat syphilis will cause a chancre around the mouth Uh hiv obvious hepatitis c Ooh, about the same as HIV in terms of oh. the risk.
2: What about the? Um, uh, we need to go back to the um days of the hand job. I
3: don't think you can get LGV or shankroid uh, orally. Those are two that you might not oh. be. Oh, in the hand, you
2: couldn't yeah, really get eliminated. it. You don't get anything from a hand, right? <laughs> That's a good point. A mutual, uh, good yeah, point. mutual masturbation is is safe sex. I've never had a hand job my entire life. Do you realize that? Besides uh, the ones I've inflicted upon myself. Yeah, I was going to say.
5: You haven't? No. You're lying.
2: No, look, oh, Anne.
5: No? So wild! You were the first, baby. Really? I
2: know the parking I like it. Yeah, you know, and uh, she had a pretty good booking week last week, so I figured. His hands good, his hands. Was good. that my present?
5: <laughs> yeah. My little
2: reward? <laughs> yeah, it's like uh, you know, Anne. I know I didn't get you anything for your birthday, but oh, there you go. No, I, I listen. My penis is so used to the caress of my own hand that uh, any others would uh, would not do. Well, if a hand is there, your other hand, your
3: hand must just jump in.
2: Yeah, that's what it is. It, no, it's, I, I take it as a compliment, but it, it, to me, the hand thing is a transition to, uh, possibly more, or it's going the other direction, but the hand thing is somewhere in there. But it never, uh, it, not, not satisfying to me. Most guys, it doesn't feel that good to, it's just the fact, it's the thought that counts. Wouldn't uh. you say that, Drew? I mean, it's knowing that, hey, hey, this girl's uh, latched onto my hunger, this is, uh, how bad could this be? Is it oral <laughs> sex? I just give him
3: a hand
4: okay Drew.
3: Was, Mike Mike sprung to life you. all of a sudden yes Okay. by the him. way they saved that last fax I read for you on the television show. oh they
2: did yes where is that Jim has it all right yeah uh, make some kind of mental note all right Christine you're fine safe sex Christine it applies to oral sex as all well right. as all right. right God love you John you're 17 yeah hey
12: hi uh hey it's good to have you back Drew thank you John um yeah Adam, of my call though Monday hmm And, uh, my question was, like, I had a, I was, uh, wanting to go out with a girl I've been going, been knowing since the beginning of the year. And, uh, her boyfriend, like, uh, was giving her pot and stuff. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, him. Well, I'd like to thank you, you know, uh, we got, uh, we're starting to go out now. Oh, you are? Yeah.
2: I thought I told you to get away from her.
12: Well, well, then your other, your guest told me if, uh, I thought she was pretty cool and everything, just go for it. I
3: don't mind those stupid guests. Is she, was she, is she addicted to pot or just smoking it well, occasionally?
12: Yeah, yeah, um, she, uh her boyfriend um like just gave it to her a few times and i uh, I guess she told me that she did it just so he would like her.
3: Alright, so it's not as though she is hypothetical. Well, her yeah,
12: family. she is addicted to now. She's a she's a like a lot you know, very much addicted.
3: How often is she doing it?
12: Uh probably every day now.
3: Do you have addiction in your
12: family? Uh no.
3: No alcoholism? Well, in?
12: yeah, my uh, father.
3: Yeah, so uh, you're see so you're you gotta understand that. that's that's the way hold on time for a quick love line uh reenactment. Yeah, just, okay.
2: Yeah, so she's do you have addiction addicted. in your family? Huh? Do you have addiction in your family? Oh, my family? Yes. No. Oh, well, my dad, yeah. He's an alcoholic? Yeah, yeah, my dad, yeah. Yeah, my dad, but none really in the family. <laughs> <laughs> He's no longer living. Yeah. Any- <laughs> His liver exploded No, 84. Uh, All, All right. Who are we talking to? Okay. Five, excuse- six, excuse-
3: six, six. Right, John? Yeah. Um, do you-, you need to understand that that is how codependency is sort of uh created, let's say, that basically... Your sense of yourself in relationships uh, is defined by the way you related to your mom and your dad. Your dad was an alcoholic, so you're used to being close to people with addiction, and here you've now found that again in another person. Well,
12: and, uh, I, I didn't really know my dad, so I, um, like,
3: how old were you when he died?
12: Uh Like maybe two.
3: Okay, I mean it. It, it may it, it's not a specifically related to that. It was not a classic pattern for that, but certainly that's long enough to have an impact on you. And, and your mom? Does she drink? Uh, no. And how about this? you have a stepdad or anything like uh, that? Uh,
12: no, not, well, not anymore.
3: What was he like?
12: Uh, he drank, too. Okay, so. Well, oh, yeah, I guess you could say that. Did your
3: uh, mom run a liquor store or something? No, mom's no, mom. No,
12: I live near one.
3: Here's a oh. prediction. Here's, here's, wait, 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 wait. Yeah, go ahead. Because here's a, okay. I, I would bet on this one. Go ahead. You make a bet? Ugh.
0: Jesus, Christ This is turning into a like
3: casino night. All right, mom's father was an alcoholic. John? Yeah. So your mother's, your grandfather and your mother's side. Yeah. Alcoholic? uh yeah i guess you could say see that's how it works all right listen everybody
2: every every grandparent was an alcoholic no that's why, that's the way why they did it no listen then. that's why
3: moms only can have a relationship with alcoholics just, right that's that's her, her right. model of relationship john uh so let's not
2: have the legacy so, live on through you although and your
3: burning. yeah although he's going he's on his, on, his, on his way underway and uh hopefully you'll understand why this relationship <laughs> explodes on you when it stops the pot becomes more important than your relationship when her moods become disturbed because mm-hmm. of the pot uh maybe you can look at something called alatine.
2: Okay, I'm I'm going right to uh Steven over here Drew even though I know this isn't a call you pick but I see the word butt rodeo and I'm curious. Yeah. Steven? Yeah, hi. You're 18. Hi, hi Drew. Steven?
4: Yeah, me and my friends are engaging in a game called a uh, butt rodeo mm-hmm. and uh, essentially if you ever heard before it's essentially what it is is we get some uh, skanky beer wench and um the guy who is the main participant uh... Uh-huh. Um, what he tries to do is he tries to have doggy sex with her, and he tries to penetrate her out of vaginally or anally. Preferably, he's mm-hmm. supposed to be anally, but we will accept vaginally.
2: We bend the rules.
4: Yeah, of course. Yeah. It goes without saying.
2: Skanky and, uh, my... be- beer wench? Oh. Yeah.
3: Excuse me? Go ahead, Steven. Yeah.
4: Okay. Anyways, um, so, and the rest of the guys would hide in the bathroom.
3: Let me just start for one quick second, Ann. Uh, Ann, a, a guy calls in and says he's having, uh, relating in a bizarre way to his dog, and you, your head explodes. Did you hear what Steven just said about women? <laughs> Did you hear what he said? And, and just we're looks
5: really busy, uh, carting up you saying <laughs> stinking beer went.
2: <laughs> thank you. And by the way, Ann doesn't like women. Ann likes dogs, though. That's, uh, that's the difference.
3: Oh, listen to this call, alright? And that
2: if you don't have the same reaction that you had
3: to the man with his dog. Oh, for Christ's Christ sake, hero! would you just let him finish? Alright, Steve, go ahead.
4: Okay, thank you, Drew. Alright. Okay, and I will admit it is, a cruel joke, but let me finish here, right.
2: and please
4: pass your judgment.
2: He's he's explaining how butt rodeo works, yeah, which yeah. is much different than uh, scrotum roping, <laughs> which is uh, what I took the uh, silver belt buckle in in the uh, '89 Gay Olympics. But go ahead.
4: Okay, so the rest of the guys would hide in a bathroom or a closet, and the guy who's who's doing the sex has a secret word that they all know, like, uh, oh, baby. And then as soon as he screams the secret word, we all rush out, and we all start counting. And we see how long it takes her to buck him off, and hence the rodeo thing.
2: Uh uh-huh. And
4: I admit it's a cruel joke.
3: Has anybody ever uh, tried to prosecute you guys? Yeah, you
4: know, that's that's the thing. I mean, can we, it's a cruel joke, but I don't think it can be considered like a date rape. or Where do
5: you pick like up the girl?
4: It's you know we're at a college and there's a whole bunch of beer wenches you know beer you know What's a beer wench? Just you know the typical freshman girl who is away from her parents and so she's getting a little bit more. Okay,
5: prepared. my
3: daughter is never going way to college. I told you, i uh, she's having college at home.
2: And 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 and, you, and this is this isn't even junior college. Junior college is four vacation going on right in the halls. Where
3: are you calling from? What's Seattle? The, Seattle okay.
2: Hey, you Stephen yeah wow you're uh, uh drew's uh, oh. drew you're gonna send a uh, you are gonna send your kid to one of those uh lesbian colleges right and I mean, the boys are going to lesbian college too. College at right? home uh, yeah
4: but you see stephen
2: you're you're always the guy in the closet though right
4: yeah i'm i right. am, i was, yeah, i draw the line there i don't wanna be right. actually 'cause i think it's it's you're liable for right you know, rape of some kind but I think morally she's a willing participant
2: and
4: right. it, well, you look you're you're, d- you're just d- holding on to her.
2: Well, no. she's a willing participant in. Until in, we
4: all rush out and start counting, and then.
2: In sex, not, we're not, not in In or anything. We're just counting. Right, right. I uh, see. How many times have you done this?
4: Uh, five times. I think the record's like eight seconds.
2: Really? And, um, there was a, there was a Luke Perry movie title too, by the way. Is, is, um, yeah, and don't these, there's no repercussions. These women don't come back and TP your uh, frat house, or, you, you know what I'm talking about? I, Doesn't word get yeah, out? Yeah, I think
4: there, there's a risk that we, somebody's gonna get their ass beat.
2: Yeah, I mean, like, one of these guys, one of these girls has, uh, is in some sorority and has some, uh, frat big brother from the, uh, uh I kick ass Omega house or something that comes over and just beats you guys into a pulp.
4: It hasn't happened yet.
2: Alright. Steven, but- yeah, let me explain something. As a, as a guy who's, uh, witnessed, uh, many a sexual escapade from the closet, but, uh, rarely burst out. Uh, what you really need to do is focus on uh, getting some sex yourself. You, well, you see what I'm saying? I know this, uh, I know this sounds like a brilliant pastime, but um you really need to work on, uh, actually finding your own skanky beer wench that you can actually have a relationship with. But the, and this, and is, have this sex. is
3: in inhuman, I can't, I can't hold back, it's an in uh, in inhuman ahead, behavior. I mean this is, this is dehumanizing, not just objectifying, but dehumanizing the female participant, not, not just by the rodeo, but also by the very words used to describe these poor women that you're oh, taking yes. advantage
2: and, of. And understand, uh, Stephen, uh, this kind of stuff can uh, stay with a, a victim for many a year. Yeah, and many. He's, a he's probably
3: picking victims of between to act this out on. Um, ah,
2: there's a good point. We got to go to break. But
5: isn't it sound like with hazing and all that, everybody in college is always trying to make a victim out of
2: somebody else. That's true. That's but, what
5: college life
10: is. But
2: but this is this takes it a step further. And look at it this way, Stephen. These uh, skanky beer hoses, you refer to them were probably felt up by their drunken stepfather at uh, age 5 through uh, 11, therefore making them more susceptible to uh, your buddies uh, later on in life. Then it gets sad. We'll be back. The phone number for Loveline is 1-800-LOVE-191.
4: Loveline, I'll be right back.
2: And uh, we'll be back in 10 seconds.
8: This is
6: Love Line on Radio Station. Boom, baby, boom! I'm
2: the evil Midnight Bomber. What bombs at midnight? Beer win? What was that? (laughs) Didn't (laughs) work. uh, Halloo. Engineer Mike experimenting with the uh, antiquated Westwood 2 equipment.
3: And we were in a very heated discussion here during the break about uh, why Ann uh, became attacking and furious uh, to poor James, who was a zoophiliac with his lovely Akita This Kali is a caller partner.
2: we had uh, a couple of weeks back where the guy had sex uh, consensuals, he would put it with his dog, and uh, Anne was uh, rep- she found that uh, Well, I think anybody repugnant. who has sex
5: with their animals yes, it was disgusting. is disgusting.
2: Exactly. But I found uh, Stephen, right. the last caller,
3: who was uh, just victimizing the hell out of these poor women, just equally as, as uh, despicable.
2: I, I find him more despicable. I'm with you on this. Uh, it, the other guy is just um, pathetic. pathetic. Yeah, pathetic. That, that it's right. just loser material. I mean, having sex with your dog. It, it, it's, it's a little but more than pathetic. I'm telling you, the dog uh, should have... Uh, what was the dog's name, Samson? Brutus. Brutus. Why do I... I, I was know. on vacation all week. That's, That's right. funny you give it a name out of the Bible. Uh, he needed a... Shakespeare. Oh, Shakespeare. I'm sorry. I was thinking of... Uh, what was that Caesar? Yeah. Okay. Who was I thinking of in the Bible? With his name like Brutus? No. Who's the guy who went after Christ? Uh, uh, John the Baptist? Judas. Judas. Nah. Right. Okay. I got my Judas and my Brutus. Ah, okay. uh, here's my point. Uh, the dog, hey, I say the dog should change the name to Lucky because the dog was receiving oral pleasure <laughs> from this guy. And how, hey, listen, when I rub my puppy's belly, his leg starts moving like he's on some sort of invisible skateboard. My dog couldn't be happier when I rub his belly. I'd like to see what this dog would do if I gave it oral pleasure. All right, all right, it's very lucky. And the dog—here's
5: what I'm saying, though. And the dog this-
2: mounts him. It wasn't—he wasn't mounting the dog, but he trained it to do that. Dog wouldn't do that naturally. Well, he, he, how, how do he train it? He didn't put pate in his crack. He just uh, he just got on his hands and knees naked, and the dog just uh, did what, uh, the, you know, God's work. Oh, it's bizarre. <laughs> oh, why do we have to, uh, why we
3: up? what's that up, Anne, what, what?
5: No, you're missing my point. What the guys did to the girl I thought was awful and mean, but I think she put herself in that position by getting drunk and going home with somebody that she doesn't know She's opening herself up to something like that. Yeah, but happening. you know who
3: does that? We talk to the people who do that all night. the vic- The victims, the people who are the victimized by mom and dad and Uncle Lou, and you know, it's sad.
5: Right, and so it it's not a good situation any way you look at it. But uh, I just know.
3: I am all in favor of personal responsibility, and I, I totally agree with you on that front. But I can't get past feeling horrible for this woman. I feel victimized.
2: more sorry for her than I do for Brutus. Uh-huh. Brutus is fine. <laughs> I feel sorry for that guy's anus. Forget about Brutus. Come on, and he actually said that the dog would mount him up and then flip over 180 degrees like uh, they do in the wild. And oh man, uh, the only thing worse than uh, having a dog's penis in your ass would be when the dog does the pivot move. To me, like uh, like you're some kind of bo- uh, bottle of cheap wine trying to pull a cord. Hey, Annie, hi. Hey, you're 18.
7: Wow, I actually wasn't expecting you to come so quickly. Uh, that sounds bad.
2: Yeah, if I had a nickel for every time I heard that.
7: <laughs> I'm a dysfunctional relationship junkie, and I really don't have any cause for it from my past. Mm-hmm. Mm. And you guys are always talking about how...
3: Well, tell. Uh, give us an example of when you your dysfunctional relationships.
7: Um, I don't know. I just, I'm like a bad picker, I guess. Give
3: us. A, describe one of them. L- what's the latest one been like?
7: The latest one? What happened? Um... Jesus, okay. Well, I've been with both guys and with girls in in monogamous relationships, mm-hmm. and neither are works. I mean,
2: probably to that. Describe? Insane. Oh, Jesus Christ. Christ! No, sorry, Annie. Hang on for about an hour. You're not going to let her do it? No, I'm. I'm tired yeah. of this. Uh, you've asked her three times to describe the relationship. The last one. What did you say? Describe the, the latest. latest. The latest. Okay, so. Uh, Love line uh, rewind. Here we go, Drew. Describe the latest relationship you've had. Oh, I've I've been with um, guys. I've been with girls, and they none of them seem to work out. But
3: describe the last one you had.
2: They're all dysfunctional. I mean, I don't know. <sighs> describe the latest. <laughs> now, uh, just go ahead and and Waller in hold Purgatory. I I um I I hope there's no I hope there's no music they get to listen to when they're on hold either. I hope, I hope they uh, uh, listen to, like, um, a Snowbird by Ann Murray. No, they listen, they listen to, to you. your drone, oh. of course. Don't worry yes. about Yes. All right. That is a certain kind of pain. I'm uh, moving right on to this call, Drew. I don't like you and your call selection tonight. Cam?
0: Yeah.
2: You're uh, 19.
7: What's going on?
2: What's going on there, Cam?
7: Uh, I've been dating the scroll uh Katrina, for about a year or so. Um,. And at the same time, I've had this lover, Dave, on the side for about uh, two years. And uh, Dave and I uh, use butt beads, and um, Dave's wanting to do a threesome with all of us. And I'm wondering Mm -hmm. what my best way to approach uh, Katrina is.
2: Does Does she know you have
3: other people? Uh,
2: She doesn't. Is that you, Dave, and the butt beads, or uh, you, Dave, and uh, Katrina? Katrina. As a rhetorical question. Thank you for nothing. Oh, as fine. Threesome? You wanna you wanna you wanna get all three of you together right? And, and and have sex with her? What about Dave? Is he gonna go for that?
8: Oh yeah. That's what he wants to do.
2: So he's bisexual? Right. Uh, but Katrina's gonna freak out. Right? <laughs> Katrina just thinks you're a heterosexual guy? Right. She She's th- not into toys or anything. She thinks you're
3: her boyfriend? Yeah. She is going to freak out. Don't expect this to be a happy uh, realization for her. Mm -hmm. Right? If if you were having sex with anybody, or even Brutus, she's going to (laughs) freak out.
2: (laughs) That's the official Loveline mascot, Brutus, the uh, oral sex-given dog. Receiving. And both, yeah. He gives and receives. Very versatile, that Brutus. So what am I to do here? Shoot myself? Uh,
3: No, and the relationship (laughs) with Katrina. are, Are you gay, Cam?
2: Yeah.
3: All right, so you shouldn't course, be, yeah. yeah you shouldn't mess around with the girl anyway you know, that, that's not where you're that's not where you're, what you're evolving into. your mature orientation is going to be
2: homosexual and you you're, will you will you're, die you're, an old queen.
3: You're going to hurt this woman either way because this this is not going to be a relationship that's going to be sustained. Don't make it worse by dragging her into a threesome and hurting her even more Just end that relationship and go on with your boyfriend. that's fine. right
2: and uh, by the way, when you're bi as a male, I believe thats um, that's slang for gay. it's short for gay. It's long for gay. You're not long for gay. Put it that you're way. You're not long for bi. Not long <laughs> you're, yeah, yeah, you're not long for 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 bi. That that is how that goes. But at that age, I think that's reasonable. That's not homo. It is what, Drew? Half mom. Thank you. Can't believe you got me to say that. I really have to get myself a uh, put out a dictionary. But the point is, is when you're bi plus uh, butt beads. Oh boy, that didn't doesn't take the jury long for that one. Craig. Yeah. You're 23. Yes, I am. What's going on there?
12: Um, I had a question about uh, GHB.
2: No. All right, hold on a second. What? I'm going to try Annie one more time. Five. Drew, ask her that question. Annie? Mm-hmm. Describe your last relationship.
7: His brother was trying to kill himself. His, he was the go-between between his mother and his father who were in a messy divorce.
3: And Not what was that. your relationship with him like?
7: He took out all of his aggression on me—not physically, not sexually. Just he is a was a very closed individual.
3: How long did that go on for? A year. Man, that, doesn't that feel better,
7: Annie? No, I kind of feel like I want to kick you in the ass. No offense or anything, but really.
2: But didn't it feel better just to answer the questions that uh, were asked? I was trying. Oh, you were trying. He asked you three effing times. Well, no, wait a minute. Now, but so, so But
3: let's. But now let Annie be. Annie. All right. All right. Uh, and you don't see
7: I respected you for so long Adam and you're so mean to me
2: you're just now getting to know i in more realistic perception no, you, you, you listen you thought I was right when I did it to all the other goofball callers on this show but when it was done to you you didn't like it
7: I suppose so Annie, I
2: don't know you from anyone else Annie, who calls this show shut up Drew uh,
3: why up. don't you see how there was anything in your upbringing that set you up for any of this stuff
0: well,
7: I, I listen to the show way often. Yeah, yeah. Like so what, often.
3: And what is it you don't see in your upbringing?
7: I don't see any of the typical, like, abuse or, um, you know, the Cleaver family or, you know, anything.
2: What about the whole bisexual thing? How long have you been bisexual?
7: Um, I think forever.
2: hmm uh-huh. You, like, don't, you don't I,
3: have. Did you hear that call we had earlier tonight with the sort of the hippie parents? They were they, everything. They were parents were. I actually
7: super- just turned on the radio right when that. Okay.
3: Well, here, here's here's in. what here's what sometimes comes from what you've got is is a. Uh, parents that are really got a lot of sort of uh aggressive tendencies underlying but on the surface everything is just cool and hip and you can no, talk to us about not anything like at all,
0: all
7: right
3: it's is it
0: all. all right
3: is it very very rigid and very uh controlling
0: no
7: not really it's, it's kind of it's kind of like a happy medium
2: all right let me get let me ask some questions here drew
7: please don't gamble at me. There's no
2: sh- we're, we're not gambling. gambling where's your dad
7: um he lives with my mom
2: and um they're still together then
7: They've been together
2: for 37 years. And uh, he was a big part of your life. Uh huh. Never struck you, never uh, raised a penis to you. <laughs>
7: no.
2: No. And uh, you have no animosity toward him. Not at all. So you have no uh, examples of um, dysfunctional relationships. You just are, you're, you're just sort of fouled all on your own. I mean I think
7: so. I think it's all of my doing. Well,
2: I, I, you know I, it first off, I gotta say it's a uh, it's like a breath of fresh air uh, hearing that because most our listeners are fouled via things that their parents did to them. but uh, Amy, you've managed to I am just
7: I'm just all on my own.
2: Foul yourself. All right, are you angry?
7: No, not really.
2: No,
3: see, this is this is what I'm getting from Annie. You're you're extremely angry yeah, you're and, an, angry and, and aggressive.
7: I just got pissed at at Adam for, for making me feel but, like what everyone else feels like. But, <laughs> I, went, I went into this call totally thinking that I was not going to be treated like an, an a, a angel.
2: caller, like a caller. Uh, all right,
3: uh, but but I but I I was picking up on name before and and Adam became uh, you know uh, abusive, attacking abrasive abusive, abusive, yeah.
2: before he did his job
3: uh, and I. I don't know where that's coming from. I mean, I, I again, I wonder. What does your dad do for a living?
7: Um, he is uh, real like commercial real estate, but he's also like got a lot of feet in politics.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, this is this is what I, this is what I'm keep going for with you, Annie. Is they sort of that uh, uh, parents that have a a sort of pseudo front that their real self is something very different than the one they present to you or the world, and it can be very uh, difficult and very very
7: uh i i really have i mean to be perfectly honest with you like i I've, I've i really have a, a a complete almost knowledge of my father like he he knows me kind of inside and out and and compares himself with me i know where he's coming from my my psychiatrist and i talk about all the time
3: all right, what is <laughs> have a psychiatrist what does the psychiatrist think is going on sorry what does the psychiatrist think is going on
7: um, she just knows where my parents are, are coming from. Like, I really don't talk to her about my relationships because I, I don't fully, um...
2: Why are you going to a psychiatrist?
7: Because I, I was diagnosed with ADD and she's a specialist.
2: Mm-hmm. you have any brothers or sisters? Yeah. What's their story?
7: Um, we're both adopted.
2: Ah.
3: Okay. Yeah. Well, that adoption... Is is can be can be a significant impact on your development. I mean, is that, that is not all by yourself. That I knew is, if
2: I went for the brother or yeah. sister thing. All right, come on, Drew.
3: Yeah. Okay. Fine. You high got five.
2: Some, got some. Yeah. There. No, I just but, I did the radio high five where I high five myself, and people thought it was you. Know.
3: But uh, it, 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 people underestimate sometimes the impact that uh, adoption can have on kids. It can be quite substantial. It can be take a long time to sort out, and that's what Annie's in the process of doing.
2: All right. So uh, Annie, we'll just uh, break the bread and bury the hatchet here. Um, you know what you're doing, you're in therapy, go ahead, feel free to bring this up in <laughs> therapy yeah. and, uh, and work on it. Keep your eyes open. You're 18. And,
3: and remember that ADD, by the way, in, in my estimation, can be a marker for addiction alcoholism, too. About a significant percentage of ADD kids end up alcohol
2: or Craig, have the gene of alcoholism. So Craig? Alcoholism. Hi. You're 23, you had that uh, GHB question?
12: Yeah, I did. Um, uh, I did some GHB like a week ago. Uh-huh. and uh and i told my brother about it mm-hmm. and uh he said dude don't do that you know that that'll really uh mess you up right so i was i was just wondering uh what kind of dangers it has because uh it's kind of new around here
3: yeah uh, uh, it's not I, new in the country it's been around for quite a few years now and it comes and goes in the sort of cycles of popularity common in rave scenes it's did you t- get a little dixie cup like a liquid yeah yeah it was a clear liquid yeah and uh the difficult part with it, uh, one of the difficulties with it, is that it can't be dosed. You don't really never know exactly what you're getting. A Dixie cup can be equivalent to a six-pack of beer or a couple cases. Mm. It's very hard to know exactly what you've got. And the intoxication is very similar to alcohol, except that there's a very narrow difference between intoxication and seizure and coma and death. They, they, they can come... Be very close to one another in terms of the dose you take.
2: Whereas with the booze, you'd have to drink like Engineer Mike and right. induce, induce a coma. Right. right. With GHB, it's very it
3: could happen accidentally and easily.
2: All right. So uh, yeah, you see those uh, things on hard copy where the kids uh, flailing around the uh, sidewalk in front of the nightclub. I got to get back into that rave scene though, Drew. I'll Tell you that. Have you much. ever been to rave? No. <laughs> Troll. I know you love Stop that techno. Stop the presses. Drew's not been to a rave. I
3: know you love that techno
2: music, too. Yeah, there's nothing I like uh, better than that techno music. Oh, for Christ's sake. Emily. Yeah. I'd like to go to, like, an acoustic rave. <laughs> Do they have something like that? Like, an uh, unplugged rave? Oh, a classical rave. Classical rave. <laughs> Emily? Oh,
13: yeah, you're
2: asking me? Yeah, you're 17. What's happening with you?
13: Well, my question is, um, kind of a concern, really, um, my best friend we've been really good friends for a long time mm-hmm. and um and she's <laughs> i don't know how to put it nicely but she's pretty vain <laughs> and she gets a lot of attention from guys because she puts a lot of attention into her looks
3: and what's your question so, for us
13: um well i feel i'm jealous because i don't get like the attention from guys and i don't know if that's like a normal feeling or
3: do you get anything from the attention that she gets
13: what what do you mean is there
3: anything positive you get out of that
13: oh well i mean it's it's nice to know that she gets attention is that
2: what no do you no. personally is, she, is there um you know any leftovers <laughs> is oh. that what you're asking drew or, or- is she real good looking
3: yeah, she's... Pretty. Or there's something called basking in the narcissistic glow <clears throat> by just being around a person that's... Getting yeah, all this stuff. that's
2: when I used to hang out with, like, MC Hammer. <laughs> you know, when I was part of his uh, posse with the genie pants? <laughs> that's what that's that's what I was doing. Ah. Hey, Emily. Uh-huh. So, let's say on a scale of 1 to 10, uh, what do you give her?
13: She's probably about, um, 8 and a half, 9. All
2: right. What do you give yourself?
13: Um... It, well, we're different, but uh, probably about
2: the same. Oh, really? Yeah,
13: I'm not. I'm yeah, see,
3: there's something <laughs> something else going me. on here. It's not it's not that she's not attractive.
13: I think she's she's real grown up. See, he, here's
3: what I suspect. I, I'm I'm suspecting that you kind of attached yourself to her because you perceive her as more powerful and in some way better looking, and now that actually that's coming to reality in terms of how people are perceiving her, now you're getting envious, which is a very destructive feeling to have in a relationship. Okay. You need you need to separate yourself and present your own wearers, yourself as a separate person of own, of your own worth, mm. and don't worry about what she is or is not getting. Don't attach yourself to her because she's a more powerful person. She isn't. You're fine by yourself. I well, know.
13: It's hard. Like when we go out
3: and... You need, maybe you like, need to spend some time well, by yourself. Why are
2: yourself? guys all over her and not over you?
13: I don't know. I don't know.
3: And because she, is, she feels less than worthwhile. She even though she understands, she's now, why perse- do guys pick up on
2: that? All right, you're, you're giving something off that. Oh hell, Emily! That's all I ever did was go out with a bunch of good-looking guys. <laughs> you still, you're still
3: envious and mad about that. And then
2: now they've, no, been, they've been, all,
3: they've all been in jail for twelve years, and you're still pissed at them. They still do. Really? They did
2: better, than I, I do in now jail. when they're in prison. Yes, yes. <laughs> oh, yeah, because they trade cigarettes and stuff for sex. <sighs> all right, now man, it helped make a man out of her, Mike. Yeah. You're 13.
8: Yeah, like uh, three months ago, my girlfriend was forcing me to have sex with her. Oh.
2: How, how old is your girlfriend?
8: She's 13, too. So forcing? I did, you, know, you did? And, uh, just uh, like a week and a half ago, she told me that she was bisexual. Oh,
2: boy. Yeah, that's just so really that
8: a kind of freaked me out. And I've been talking to my homegirl, and that hey, what's up, Annette? Your if what? She, if you're listening. And, uh,
2: His homegirl?
8: Yeah. Yeah, you know, she's
2: man. just my friend I known for a while. Uh-huh. Home girl's someone, um, who's, uh huh. Homegirl, someone who's you're not screwing?
8: Hell no, no offense or anything. Just
2: yeah. All right. So anyway, Mike.
8: Yeah, and uh, she told me that um, she was bisexual today, or not today, but last week. And uh, she told me today that she wants to bring her girlfriend over here mm. tomorrow.
2: To my don't house. do it. Jesus Christ. Oh? Don't do it. Get away from that. Hey, girl. Mike. Have you had intercourse with her?
8: With my girlfriend yeah yeah but she told me that she did it because uh the word was going around school and stuff that she was a lesbo and she did it to you lesbo. know to to prove
2: that the i'm moving out of the country yeah.
8: yeah prove that she
2: wasn't yeah uh okay mike yeah um you you may have gotten in a little over your head sexually here yeah. Um you're liable to take an elbow in the uh, scrotum or something like that. Um you're going to get someone pregnant, you're going to get some uh, herpes or something. Uh, this is a mess. This you're, girl's trouble. Yeah. Just you, just back off. Yeah. Can you do that? Okay. All right, All right my. Oh my god. <laughs> when I was 13. I couldn't even find my own penis. <laughs> at 13. I didn't know where it was. Actually my uh my dad had given my penis a timeout. Oh, at, uh, oh 13. It, uh, yeah. It's an
3: interesting concept.
2: Hey, hey, our guests are in here. Oh, no. What the hell is it with this show? That's not a guest? <laughs> oh, well, this guy's good looking. Let's put him on. Hey, can you do like a table dance for Ann or something? She's really been uh, revved up tonight. All right. You got to get in your underwear at some point. What do you do? What does this guy do, Ann? Let, let, let's he could get his underwear. Let's talk about it off the air. Shall? Yeah. Okay. Go to break, yeah. Right, are, you, are, you the, are you the wrangler for the guys? Yeah, one this of them. Is fascinating. Okay.
3: this is one side of discussion, but let's let's talk off the air.
2: Okay, we got we got some underwear models that are supposed to come in here, and um, and Drew's doing a little homework, so we'll go to break so he can finish that up. Thank and you. will be ready when we come back. I, I Drew? think so. Then I'll be ready. Okay.
4: Love line with Dr. Drew and Adam Carolla. We'll be right back.
6: Love lines. <sighs> on 101.5 K Rock.
9: Hi, this is Suzanne Summers, and you're listening to Love Line with Dr. Drew and Adam Carolla. So don't go away.
2: Fair enough. Phone number for Love Line. Who's music. Whose music is this? That's Cherry Pop and Daddies. These guys are great. I got their CD. Who are they? Uh, they be the Cherry Pop. Were, and were Daddies. they while I was gone or something? They- no, they weren't on this show. I saw them open for real big fish at a house of blues, and they're just excellent in person. Uh, it sounds just like this big band, you know, horns, old oh, bass, zoots, awesome. suit suit, whole thing. Stuff. Yeah, book this band, would you, in? for our wedding? <laughs> All right. Phone number one eight hundred L V E one nine one. The structure, uh actually, one of the structure under. Where models is here that would be uh matt westmore not to be uh your dad uh didn't uh was involved in the uh, vietnam campaign was he uh no was that westmoreland (laughs) no i turned that into one name though all right so uh first off all right so the structure thing is um, it's starting how many years has this thing been running
14: this is the third year third annual
2: and it's starting to gather a little momentum
14: it is we're starting to get a little notoriety people starting to see us out there
2: there's uh, basically they have this uh, sort of nationwide search for the guy who looks the best in his uh, drawers. Mike it's <laughs> bitter apples with Mike because for the third year in a row he was passed over. He claims be- it was the excessive back hair. I uh, <laughs> that I'm might saying do it. I'm saying it's the protruding gut. <laughs> but uh, either way, uh Mike's uh, Mike's looking for a lawyer People as we say. People prefer speak. to call that a panace. <laughs> uh, his gut? <laughs> He needs a little, like, it, it's really just something he can rest his beer on while he's napping. All right, how so, big is your butt? All right. So, anyway, uh, Matt is one of the, uh, now, how many, how many cuts do they do,
8: Matt? Well,
14: actually, it starts out with, uh, they have a nationwide search, like you said, and it starts out with, the, we had approximately about 13,000 applications.
8: Mm-hmm.
14: And through the process, they break it down to about 23 guys, mm-hmm. which were the semifinals in Columbus, Ohio. Right. And then from there we we pull they pull out ten guys. Why Columbus, Ohio? So, That's where Structure's based. Oh, is that out of okay? There, yeah. So and then ten guys are the finalists who actually end up being the underwear model team. The ten finalists. Right. Um, and from those ten finalists, they pick one of the guys to represent Structure and appear on the box covers, and that is actually Rusty
2: Joiner. Right um <laughs> the porn name but rusty <laughs> is uh gathering rust at lax right now because these rusty in uh, eden are coming uh from from texas out Austin, here texas right and you're from out here i'm from los angeles and now so you have 10 guys and 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 uh but you don't all travel together right because if, if the plane went down uh and would kill herself so uh you, you travel separately and like you five of you uh spread out in your underwear and cover this part of the country and then the other five guys go over there or... basically we're actually
14: a bunch of us were just in new york doing a couple of tv shows this week um so uh and then rusty and Edon have been on tour doing the valentine's tour right now across the united states uh doing about 16 cities in now, about 16
2: days so I they're know, doing a lot of traveling you're wearing uh they're sort of boxers and uh what you call the midway briefs boxer but, briefs yep. but in the boxers i noticed the flight tends to pop open <laughs> quite a bit. It certainly could be an embarrassing moment if you're working your way down the uh, runway. Right. Do they put a stitch and sew it shut or do you wear like uh you know, a G-string or you know like a <laughs> Speedo. like a, a
14: Speedo or something <laughs> underneath the underwear? No, actually you know what the uh the fly has a button on the front, two buttons on the
2: front. Oh, it does. It does. So it stays closed. There's nothing going on under that though. Uh,
14: There's stuff going on, but there's nothing else on underneath but those.
2: But you're not wearing a pair of Speedos yourself? No. Because no. there could be some uh, overzealous, uh, crazed, drunken a of those. woman who would just charge the stage. Oh, yeah. We've seen them. Women, um, by the way, more men go to strip joints than women do, and more men uh spend more money, and so on and so forth. But women go insane Does at see, these things. You ever see Full Monty? <laughs> yeah i did Great yeah they, yeah but in in the right the women sit up front and start oh, yeah. screaming and flapping their arms and grabbing whereas you know what guys do guys sit up front uh they rest their gut on the uh, stage <laughs> and then they try to make intimate eye contact with the stripper because they think they're going to get some later but that's the point the guys mean it the girls don't mean it i and it, that's
3: right and, and, and it and it's interesting i i had the same phenomenon when i'm you know, we and I go out and sign stuff for people, and invariably people ask Adam, "We's young women, Adam, please sign my breast. Mm-hmm. I thought, what is that impulse? What is that? And they also, I do talk about out of that impulse. And they was like, sure. oh, it's nothing. I I just want to take a picture I one of. I thought it'd be funny. I thought <laughs> it'd be funny.
2: Right. And, and, uh, I get the gag, boob, boob. All right. Uh, so, uh, Matt, what uh... what were you doing before you uh, got into the structure modeling?
14: Actually, I was uh, living in Phoenix, Arizona, uh, working for St. Joe's Hospital in their sports medicine department, and uh, applied for the contest while I was there. And actually moved into uh, moved back to L.A. in the interim, and uh, found out that I was going to be selected as one of the semifinals to go to Columbus first. Um,
2: and how did you? Uh, did, who who told you about this competition?
14: Actually, my girlfriend brought home an application first and oh. brought it home and said, "Hey, you know, why don't you give this a shot?" Oh,
2: and, she just she she sealed her own fate with that application. <laughs> Now you're 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 traveling from coast to coast and you're underpants your or so, women uh, clawing at you. Yeah, how old are you? I'm 26. Yeah, you won't be able to say no that many times. <laughs> I give you like eight no's before you just cave in.
14: Oh God, I'm doing pretty good. We're having a good time traveling though. Oh,
2: I'll tell you, you could get Ann, Sherry, and Lisa right now. You really could. Right through the uh right through the good mail lie. slot in the front door. You wouldn't even you wouldn't have to open the door. That's not <laughs> cheating, is it? Ann? No. <laughs> okay, that's <answer's laughs> disgusting. All right, so, Matt, you jump in on uh, right. some of these questions uh, with us, and uh, Rusty and uh, Eden uh, maybe uh, might be here and may not be here. And let me say this, by the way. I've seen the picture of Altenia. All to me, it's a coin toss. I mean, <laughs> these guys got the uh, washboard uh, guts, and they got the, uh, you know, ripped uh, biceps, the whole nine yards. And I don't know how you figure out who is uh, better uh, out of the ten, but uh, then again, I couldn't judge a bodybuilding competition for the same reason too. Yeah. The, all the top ten or five guys look exactly the same, right? Which is um, better than me, my underwear, Jason.
4: Yeah, you had a call earlier tonight about chode. Some guy
12: was asking about uh,
2: what chode meant. Yeah, choda is really what I'm looking for. But oh, yeah, well, go ahead.
12: I don't really know what choda means, but chode is short for chorizo, and it's Spanish slang for
2: uh, cow penis. Oh, that's right. Thank you. I got that one. I thought it was Spanish for penis too. Yep, just wanted to clear that all up with you. Thank you, Jason. Cool. <laughs> Alright, see? You fail Spanish, but, uh, yeah. you certainly know you're your sliding. way around a cow penis.
3: <laughs>
2: you must have seen something down in Tijuana. Alright, so if you're down in TJ and, uh, some, um, some, uh, woman offers you up a ladle full of, uh, chota stew. You pass. Or, or chodriso or something. Yeah, you just, uh, just pass on that one. <laughs> Summer. Yes. You're 27.
9: Hey, what's
11: up? Never. first thing i want to say to dr drew is dr drew i know that you're raising your children right and you don't have to worry about your daughter going off to college and getting messed up with that rodeo college guy well
3: yeah. god bless you for reassuring me <laughs> but I, i'll tell you what i i um it's interesting i did an interview over the weekend and the guy was asking me all these questions about what, what i'm going to talk to my kids about and stuff and i told him, i i'm just i'm just another parent i'm just as pathetic and helpless and uh dysfunctional as every other parent trying to do the best job they possibly can i have a lot of information and hopefully if i can communicate to the kids properly it'll work out okay but you know, and adam and i you, you have role play on this stuff and i feel miserably every time
2: yeah wow. and a horrible father should be taken away from no the it's not not, it's that. not at all. Not no I but m- most of our listeners are on methadone i know i understand so you're better no, no, than no, no, most of no, our listeners no, as parents yeah, yeah right. well okay. i
11: listen to you guys all the time and dr drew you're gonna do fine thank you I don't even worry about you have it. kids. No, I don't. Uh,
2: <laughs> no. A hey, summer.
11: Um, yeah.
2: You're 27? Yes. You single?
11: No, I'm married. Oh, okay. Yeah.
2: All right. Um, saying, I've actually
11: <laughs> been with my high school sweetheart um and got married a couple of years ago. Oh, right. My That's question horrible. is um I've been on the pill for 10 years and I want to get off just yeah. because um to give
3: your body a break, huh?
11: Yeah, and mm-hmm. my husband thinks that my sex drive is going to go down, dude. Does
3: to he that. remember what it was like when you were off the pill? Is that what he's telling you?
11: Oh gosh, no, probably not. He just concerned that My, might he's concerned because he actually said, Oh, I heard Doctor Drew say your sex drive goes
3: up. Mm, it does certain pill here here's here's what I have said on this show a number of times is that after pregnancy, sometimes women's libido drop off and sometimes something as simple as going on the pill will increase libido, particularly the triphasic pills. Are you on a triphasic or monophasic?
11: Um, you know what I actually don't know.
3: What's the name of the pill?
11: Orthonovum.
3: Not not the seven seven seven, but the like one no. one thirty five something yep. like that.
11: One twenty eight.
3: Yeah, so that's not likely. To, it, it's possible that there'll be a drop off, but not real likely.
11: Okay. Right. Okay. It, so
3: switch to condoms for a while, or go get pregnant. It's time for you guys.
2: No, no, not at all. Isn't Adults. your t- your husband not tired of having sex with you? Not at all. Really? You're talking to me? I, I,
3: yeah, I know, I know. I know. Adam, this is a stra- Adam has a real straight problem with this. The idea I, of being together well, with one person I know for of
2: No, I mean having <laughs> sex. For, uh, 10 years, I mean, since like, you know, the 11th grade, you've been having sex with the same person. It doesn't, doesn't Matt, that doesn't appeal to you. Is your girlfriend last
14: Uh, no, she's in Arizona right now, so uh, I'm pretty safe.
2: Aren't we on in Arizona? <laughs> we're, we're, we're in Arizona <laughs> So Maybe Arizona. you know what, I might be in trouble then. <laughs> is, she, is she from Tucson? <laughs> or Phoenix? Yeah, she's from Scottsdale. Um, Are we in Scottsdale? No, we're not in Scottsdale. Okay, I'm safe. Alright, but she could be listening from her boyfriend's house in Phoenix. <laughs> you never know. Oh boy, you know she's parading around with that, uh, structure, uh, 8x10 uh, glossy and, uh, your, 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 your chota highlighted and showing it to all of her friends. I know I would do that. Even if I was a guy, I'd be doing that uh what um so you used to be uh w- were you a physical therapist i was an exercise physiologist in at st joe sports medicine or what what do you recommend because uh you guys all have to work out all the time in <laughs> shape and all that kind of stuff i don't want to show my <laughs> hand well i got, I this, big, I
14: got this big i got this big
2: lump on. on my uh so on, on, on my hand from uh when i used to be a boxing trainer Everyone feel it yeah yeah it could just be drained
14: I, I don't know. You know those Bible says you smash them with a book. Yeah. Did you do that anymore? It's
2: too big. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Actually, I did a little variation on that when the morning show played midgets in basketball. One of the little peckers uh, shoved me uh, into the wall behind the uh, backboard, and it and it broke. But it was right back uh, about two days later. But now, what, what's a good diet? I mean, should you be eating uh, protein or should you be eating uh, carbohydrates or uh, what should you be doing? If, do you, you, if do you're you working out, tips? if you're working out or not working out. Well, let's say you're working out. 40, 30, 30. Is, is there some kind of supplement that yes. you, that Would you shut up there, Drew? <laughs> I know he's going to yeah. agree with me. I know he's going to agree with me. <laughs> Just, hey, shut Drew's... My, hey, Mike,
14: shut Drew's <laughs> <through laughs> my shut Mike. Thanks. You know, you definitely, though, you need a combination of carbohydrate, protein, and fats, actually. And, and there's a lot of new diets out. You see things like the zone where they're trying to increase the protein intake and, and lower the carbohydrate intake. But uh, you need a good balance of all of them uh, along with uh, uh, an exercise program.
2: Is there some kind of supplement uh, that's good? Do you know of one? I know of one. Oh, would you? I
3: know. He he may not know. All right,
2: turn the first mic back on. The uh, the balance bar is a Trader
3: Joe's. Great. See?
14: Great supplement. That's good? good yeah. 40-30-30 oh, yeah. is yeah. what you want to go for. All
2: Definitely. right. But there's no good pills or uh, anything? Go, quick fix? You're looking for the quick fix? Yeah, Adam yeah, not, not overnight. overnight. No, go, not. Go, those balance bars are just great, I think. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. All right. Uh, we got uh, Matt Westmore here. He is uh, one of the uh, structure uh, underwear models. And uh, a couple of them, well, anyway, he's the one we got. <laughs> and they all look good. I mean, you know, I say that in a very heterosexual way. I can appreciate the male form always, as you've always sort It's the
3: first time you actually let that slip out. Usually you always say, I, I can't judge these things, of course. No, <laughs> no,
2: like I don't. I know when I see a good-looking guy. You're gay. Please. True. That was way out of line. <clears throat> All right. We'll be back. Love will be right back. We'll be right back. Love, 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 love.
6: Love Lines on 1015 K
0: Rock. Hey everyone, this is Tommy
13: and Pamela Lee. And you're, and you're listening, listening to Love, Love Lines Line with, with Adam, Adam Corolla and Dr. Dr. Drew. All the sexual information you could possibly need.
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, huh? Okay. I, uh, I. You know, I I vowed not to look at that video yeah. as a uh, my form of uh, silent uh, protest to uh, what I thought was uh, an intrusion. An intrusion, because we're we're friendly with them, and I thought ah, it's an intrusion. I'm not going to look at this video. But I was at the uh, supermarket today, and there was a Penthouse uh, magazine, and some kid had busted the seal on it and was sitting right by the auto traders, and it had uh, pictures of the thing. And I cracked it open, and I was just getting to the pictures when. Um, some, like, chick pushing a cart banged into me, and it got really weird, and I started sweating, and I put the thing <laughs> back. So, uh, it, it, that was God pushing the yes, cart into me, right. I'm thinking. Rusty Joyner is now here, Eden Kegasov. Did I say that right? Uh, eat on, Kegasov. Eden? Yes. Yeah, it's not Eden. No, it's Eden. Yeah, change it to Eden. <laughs> no, okay, Eden. Uh, what's your nationality, Eden? Uh, my mom's Japanese, my dad's Russian. Oh. See, that's good. That's good. Always have the good good mutt mixture there. It's always good. <laughs> yeah. True, that's right, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Otherwise... Genetic diversity improves
3: the health of the population.
2: Right. And yeah. uh and it makes them look better in their underpants Evidently. too. Uh Matt Westmore is uh still here and uh now Rusty, you're the you're the um you're the winner, right? Yes, sir. So um and so this is sort of your court <laughs> here, Yeah, I mean, back seat basically. You uh out of the so out of the ten, uh they picked they picked you as the uh, number one guy. That's how it works, yeah. And, and then you guys are going to be at the KTLA doing the morning show locally uh, out here tomorrow, right, all of you? And plus right. a couple more?
14: Um, I'm not, I am not. think that's three.
2: Uh, no, it's, yeah, it's just going to be us. Yeah, just yeah. the three and, of us. And uh, then you'll be down at the uh, Santa Monica structure uh, between 4 and uh, 8 doing, what are you doing? We'll be standing in our underwear uh, taking pictures with a bunch of screaming well, little really? girls. Yeah. You ever get that's aroused? Fun. Did they, um, did they give you saltpeter or something? could <laughs> <laughs> someone sue you if if you became around and traumatized uh, like a youngster? Out there. I mean, what do you do? And did, does guess, anyone ever try to cop with Actually, has
14: been called Woody a couple of times on the tour so far. <laughs> no, there's actually a couple of times where, uh, you know, there's some fine girls who came in. And yeah. And it, oh. you
0: know, it's complicated. I got a semi, so it, I almost—I <laughs> was thinking
4: bad thoughts, bad thoughts, bad baseball, thoughts.
2: Baseball, baseball. I was gonna baseball, run to
14: the baseball. back, you know. But I was all right. I, I, I girls are a little more touchy-feely than others. Other. If I stood <laughs>
2: right. in my underwear for long enough, I would get an erection. Like <laughs> <Right. 'Cause laughs> when I get in my underwear, my penis goes. Oh, it's, it's time to mask. Right? That stopped in tenth <laughs> grade there. no i just my penis just thinks like when when you show the dog the leash they think it's time to go out yeah all right (laughs) we're gonna go chase a tennis ball (laughs) all right so uh santa monica you can find them uh, out in their uh, underwear and um between four and eight uh over at structure place and uh ktla uh, you can turn that on and find them do you guys have to go in your underpants on ktla uh, yeah, most likely we'll be. <laughs> this, this whole underwear thing is becoming a double-edged sword, as far as I can tell. First off, <laughs> yeah. these guys have dreams.
3: They wake up, they dream they're in their clothing. Right. Yeah. Exactly.
2: <laughs> it's like, on one hand, you get all these chicks and you look great and all that kind of stuff. On the other hand, you got to go everywhere in your underpants. Well, you uh, don't have to drive over there in your underwear, do you? We've often... That could be fun. Of that. Maybe <laughs> we should
14: try that tomorrow.
2: <laughs> all right, and uh, they are in their underpants now, ladies, who are listening. Mark? Yeah? You're seventeen. Hey, what's up? What's going on? You've been on hold for 90 minutes. <laughs> oh, Marcus Desmond. Right
0: Listen, um,
4: I have good, like, friendship, friendships with girls, you know, but then I try to get, like, with them, and I try to go out with them, but they don't want to, like, be in, like, a relationship because they don't want to ruin the friendship. Mm. And if I try to have a relationship, if I start off, I try too hard and I really just screw it up.
2: Yeah. Yeah, you're like everybody. I mean, not like you guys, but all the uh, uh, the guys who didn't uh, get to be underwear models. You are, you know, seventeen. All guys are screwy, and they're uh, they're little. They don't have their technique polished uh, too well. Yeah. You know, and 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 you end up being friends with everybody.
4: Well, I mean, I have like really good relationships with girls. I have more girlfriends than I have guy friends, but yeah, it's just like. For example, I've known this girl for maybe a month now. She just transferred into my chemistry class. Yeah. And it's for the like last week and a half we've been talking and like hanging out together and stuff and
2: uh. Yeah, but you don't, you're not a closer. You don't know how to close the deal. Yeah. And the problem is, is, is if you can't close the deal, you become friends and then each day you see them on a, a, as a friend, it becomes more and more awkward. You then making a move in another direction. And uh, the problem is, is you keep getting yourself in deeper and deeper. And before you know it, six months or two semesters has gone by. And they're telling you, uh, they're, you know, you're over at their place picking out sweaters with them because they have a date that night. And they want to look hot for uh, for uh, some guy that you hate and the and, jealousy factor comes in and, right then you start right. getting weird and then she can't figure out why you're being weird you're just asking to pick out a sweater and it, it, you end up uh turning homosexual and then killing yourself it's a horrible <laughs> it's a horrible scenario so what you have to do is the the amount of courage that you need to not go the friendship route at the beginning is fairly minimal the amount you need to make the move 6 months into it is is a Huge. is well could uh, fill the whole of a tanker right so w- what do you do Drew? i just want to get you involved in the show for a change well, no no i was give you first thing about going home look there's a lot of the voices yeah, okay. here to you participate you make the, you make the move early yeah. yeah right always be
3: aggressive well you right. to, you don't be point. afraid to assert yourself and be present it's a it's a fear of Failure, fear of rejection, and also maybe a fear of getting sucked in, too. I mean, a fear of success in the relationship. So he's
2: got he's got to figure out what it is he wants and then go directly but after understand it. that women get asked out all the time. They don't take offense to that. Hey, look, they like friends. They appreciate good friends, and they're going to be looking yeah. harder for that than anything else. Just, don't use, about. A, just don't use a Beavis and Butthead approach. You
14: know? <laughs> not, <laughs> that, just, not that aggressive.
2: We just go squeeze something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Angela hi what's going on you're 22
15: yeah here's the situation i have a boyfriend and he's bipolar uh-huh. and when he's at his very best he's like perfect boyfriend okay then when he's at his worst which you know is really sometimes pretty bad he's like the boyfriend from hell and when he's perfect boyfriend i tend to believe everything he says because you know that's what i want to believe everything sounds good love 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 all that stuff when he's boyfriend from hell i have you know of course i don't believe what he's telling me
3: is he not not taking his medicine he's
15: not he well he was on medicine about a year ago and he um two different medications and And why
3: isn't he taking it anymore well
15: he had periods where he would go through and he would get like dizzy and um his heart would race so he stopped taking it
3: so he decided he doesn't need it anymore
15: well no he decided well that doctor sort of Screwed him over by angela
3: high. angela I want you to listen to yourself here not only do you distort who he is really but you're so busily defending him you can't even answer my questions directly
15: okay
3: he one day decided he didn't want to take his medicine
15: no he decided he went to, he told the doctor and the doctor tried to change it to give him less of one of the pills
3: right and he decided yeah. he didn't want to take his medicine anymore Right. Okay, that's the point. All right. I'm not doing that love line purgatory for incoordination. And that's, what, and that's what bipolar's do. They they very they're very non-compliant. They miss their highs. They are very difficult to treat and sometimes difficult to find the right medication, but it is, a, it is a very much of a biological disorder that should be treated with medication. It's not the doctor's fault. It's up to your boyfriend to continue and pursue treatment yeah. because this can be
2: treated with medication right. very effectively. All right, listen, we got the, uh, we got the structure guys for about another six minutes, Drew. You guys want, you want to take one on us? You, uh, you some, asked me to get involved. Us for upper re- respiratory uh, difficulty or something on there. Oh, for Christ's sake, Drew, <laughs> shut up. Shut Drew's <laughs> mic off, would you? I'll go home. Go home. Be off. Go. Go. Oh, oh. now go ahead. We don't need you. <laughs> Just go ahead. Seriously. We're gonna we're gonna do like three minutes and go to commercial. Go ahead. Just go. Please. <laughs> I I command you to leave. Because you want me to I'm not going. Shawnee. <laughs> <laughs> Shanti. All right. That's enough. It says shawnee on there. Come on now. You're, you're fifteen. What do you want?
16: Um well. My boyfriend and I have been together for a month, and he's quite a bit older than me, and I'm... Hi, I'm
4: Robin Pierce, program director at 101.5 Through like the many
16: sex and stuff, and he's moving kind of slowly, and we've talked about it, and I... How old is he? He's 22.
2: And you want to have sex with him?
16: Well, I don't know if I want to have sex with him yet, but I want to be doing more than what we're doing.
2: What, um, where how can you have a? Where are your parents? Upstairs. All right, and uh, they know you're dating a 22-year-old guy. Yeah. You know why he's moving along slowly uh, sexually? Your dad put a shotgun under his chin, like <laughs> no. I would do. No. That's what I would do. If my uh, I I'm going to uh, have your penis sent to the lab on a daily basis. If I find my um, daughter's prints on uh, your penis or anywhere uh, near the groin, I will uh, come back and pull the trigger. What is your dad thinking? What the hell are you thinking? Twenty two.
16: It's not like we well, we met at like a place where I hang out. And
2: oh, okay. Well, that, that's that makes not it okay. Like yeah. I
16: looked at him and said, "Oh my God, he's twenty two. I want to go out with him." I looked at him and said, "He's fine. I want to go out with him." So
2: yeah, but don't you think? Hey, let me ask the uh, structure dudes here, uh, Rusty. Don't you think? Don't you think something's inherently wrong with a twenty? How old are you, Rusty? I'm twenty five. All right, but uh, who 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 is closest to 22? twenty two? 20. You're twenty. All right, you you wouldn't you couldn't imagine going out with a fifteen year old, could you? No, I can't. Unless she was a really good piece of ass. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Could, Which I have in the past, no. Two years um, from now, could you imagine going out with someone who's in the ninth or tenth grade? No, I, I don't go below eighteen. That is uh, that is it's 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 uh, it's pathetic. I mean, it's it's criminal. Thank God he's not having sex with you. But anyway, that's not the question here, Shanti. What's your problem?
16: I don't have a
2: problem. Yeah, but what, what kind of chaos do you come from that you're, you're dating a 22-year-old guy when you're what? What grade are you in? Tenth. The tenth grade. Yeah. And you're dating a guy who, uh, had he graduated, he would have graduated uh, four years ago.
16: Yeah, he
2: graduated. Oh, he did? Yeah. But that was just last summer, right?
16: No. <laughs> no. <laughs> summer,
2: program. summer school. <laughs> All right. So your only question is how, how to get this guy in the sack.
16: Well, well, I don't necessarily want to have sex with him yet. All
3: right, because... then don't. Just don't. Period.
16: Well, don't I want him it. to do more than what he's doing now. Well,
3: maybe, maybe there's some vestige of uh, humanity left in him, and he's holding back a little bit, which is the appropriate thing. Understandable. And he's got some judgment left over, and uh, maybe hold back a couple years. Well, it, it,
2: it, it, do your parents know?
16: Do my parents know that I'm dating him, or? That I went.
2: Now, do they know that the structure guys are going to be down <laughs> at the uh, Santa Monica <laughs> place in their underwear from 4 to 8 tomorrow? Well,
16: my, my parents can... know that I'm dating him, and me and my mom have talked, and, like, they like him a lot.
2: Mm. Oh, boy. We all did a uh, lurch little, at the same time. and her, she needs to be uh, plucked out of this uh, family, and the, and the house needs to be torched.
12: Well, uh, <laughs> plucked out of
16: this family, Coming I was adopted into this family. I've tried to move out many times.
2: How old were you when you were adopted into it?
16: Huh? I was at birth. You
2: <laughs> okay. tried to move out many times. Yeah. So why were they abusing you?
16: No, I'm. Mean, it's just I get I get sick of things, and I get to my boiling point. I mean, I've been sent to the mental hospital. I've been.
2: Oh, okay.
16: In counseling. And
2: oh, alright. So, you have problems. Okay.
16: No, my problems are my family.
2: Uh, <laughs> okay. Well, part of having problems is not thinking I have a problem. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to bum your high, Shanti, but that is one of the main, uh, one of the main components to having a problem is uh, thinking other people have problems. It's, uh, it's not my problem. It's the internal revenues, uh, problem, the government's problem. All oh, right. Okay. I'm, uh, I'm going to go kill myself, but I'll be back after this.
4: Loveline's phone number is 1-800-LOVE-191. Loveline. With Adam Carolla and Dr. Drew, we'll be right back.
6: Pure Rock is... KMKF Manhattan Topeka Junction City is good
9: is good is good prolonged exposure results in profound disorientation and dependency which can only worsen
2: Topeka's home of rock and roll 101.5 Camera. I'm falling apart. Hey, tired tonight. Uh, anyway, about uh, farting on Drew and the TV show. Very exciting. <laughs> and I think uh, uh, the Love Line of the TV show made uh, TV history when uh, Bobcat Goldthwait broke wind on me during the show, and it was uh, audible, it. and it was picked up. Uh, oh, he put his ass right up to my shoulder. It's he farted into the yeah, mic. That was the potency level. Yeah. It's, you know, I, I mean, the, the fart itself was a five, but the point is, is hairs. when on TV have you ever heard Somebody break wind. It's you know what I'm saying? Not, that's no, rare. that's rare. Yeah. Funny. No, not rare. I think it was a first. Oh. I think always oh, breaking down barriers. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, exactly. you can find uh, the uh, Structure Guys on KTLA tomorrow morning uh, during the uh, KTLA morning, morning show morning. and uh, in Santa Monica from 4 to 8 at the uh, Structure Store uh, in the Santa Monica Mall. And right? you guys come to see us. You get a free poster and free Polaroids and a free t shirt. Oh, really? And All right. I'll be there little chubs <laughs> it's like a maybe a reach around all right so until next time this is am Crawler for dr drew saying mahalo
0: the opinions expressed herein are not necessarily those of the staff, or management, or producers, or directors, or the advertising, or anything. Oh!
4: It might be Bob's. I'm Bob, and they're mine. The producer of Loveline is Ann Wilkins. Loveline is a presentation of Westwood One Entertainment.
9: Sure.
2: Arc. We now return you to your highly tested, regularly scheduled programming.
9: Bye.